Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. All right, big hour. Thursdays are fun. Good night at the movies. Coming up in about 15 minutes, Todd Furman at 135, live in Vegas, talking about the national championship game and some of the more intriguing games around week 18. Some of the big games, lots of teams still looking to get in. Bills and Dolphins to wrap things. It'll be the final regular season game of the year. That's the Sunday night game for the AFC East. I mean, the Bills, it's still amazing. You go from two to out. That's a wild thing, Yurko. The NFC East has yet to be clinched. Remember, no repeat winner in that division, Yurk, since like 04, 05 or 03, 04 when Andy Reid and the Eagles did it. Eagles won it last year. Are they going to do it this year? Not if not if Dallas wins. Hey, if Dallas wins. trying to figure out what the hell's going on. If Dallas wins as a two-touchdown road favorite in Washington against the Commanders team that's lost an NFL high seven straight games, Dallas will clinch the NFC East. Dallas will be the winner. And yet again, we're going on like 20 years yeah. where that division potentially hasn't seen a back-to-back winner. Pretty crazy. That is nuts. Right? Yeah. Chiefs are locked into their spot. Mahomes isn't going to play. Ravens are locked into their spot. Lamar's not going to play. I don't know how many of their guys are going to play. They put a bunch of guys on the injury report. Tough wagering weekend. Yeah, it can be a little bit. Um, Like the Rams and Niners. You know, like, I think it's going to win. Nothing changes, um, right? It's Darnold versus, uh, who's the backup in L.A. right now? It's, uh, why am I looking at him? I can't, it's not Foles. It's, uh, It's Carson Wentz. Yeah. So it's Wentz versus uh, Sam Darnold right. in that game. So, yeah, yeah, things are a little goofy, you know, because there's some jockeying that can still happen. There's a bunch of teams that are still trying to get in. Like, Detroit can still move up, but they need a lot of help. Like, how does Detroit play this game against the Vikings? And the Vikings, believe it or not, aren't dead yet. I don't think it's going to matter. They'll need a lot of help even if they win. But they're not dead yet. They're not dead yet. And they're making another quarterback change. Who are they going with now? They're going back to Nick Mullins. So it was Dobbs to Mullins to, who's the kid, the rookie, Hall? Jaron Hall, right, that started last week? Boy, that, that was ugly. Yeah. And then to, back to Nick Mullins. So there's a lot of craziness in week 18. 312-332-3776 if you want to ring us up and join us about all the different things that we've discussed already today and we've been discussing this week, how big a, a win for the Bears would be. Even though they've been eliminated officially, I think it'd be great for them to go into their offseason with a win at Green Bay, knock Green Bay out of the playoffs, beat Jordan Love, exact a little revenge from week one in, uh, oh, I don't know, the last 15 years. Since 2009, the Bears are 4-26. and 26. You did not hear that wrong. They're 4 Nine in a row. And 26. Nine in a row. Including losers of nine straight and against the Packers. Fifteen of the last sixteen. Eesh. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's uh, nobody's fibbing to you there. That's the way it is. This will unfortunately. Be the, this will be the two hundred and eighth all time meeting, Yurko. Two hundred and eighth between the Bears and the Packers. Yes. 
It's a long ass rivalry. I uh, I did the podcast today with Pat the Penetrator, and no. him and I. What? Whoa. What? What are you guys talking about? It. Stop. I mean, he's got kids, but come on, man. Hey, listen, you guys. I'm talking about his defensive tackle techniques when he was in high school. I'm talking about when he was a poor point guard in college. You guys need to get your minds out of the gutter. Can you bring that back Either for, way. to start a crosstalk, please, Chris? <laughs> Either way. The point is, we ended up reminiscing about some of the runs that the Bears, uh, the Packers have had over the Bears over the course of a, you know, a lifetime. I mean, since 93, oh, God. you don't want to know what the record is. You don't want to. Since 1993, the last 31 years, you don't want to know what the record is. That's how bad. The Chicago that? Bears have like, been against the Green 60, Bay Packers. Is it 63 Couple of games? playoff games, too, I, I think believe. only one. Only one, do you think? I think. Only one, so that'd be 63 so games. So 63 it's, games? It's not pretty. Is it not? Don't check. Don't check. <laughs> do you know? Uh, not offhand, no. no. I don't want to know. I just I mean, know. I'm, I'm guessing. I, I just know in 1993, that's when the beating commenced. Honestly, I guess it's something to the effect of, like, 45 and what would that be then? 18? Do I have my math right? Yeah. I'm guessing it's something like 45 and 18. With no ties. That's what I don't I think guess. so. I can't remember a tie yeah, no in ties. there. 45 and 18. That's, That's You're in the neighborhood. Uh, that'd be my guess. You're in the neighborhood. Something like that. Yesterday, Waddle and Sylvie were talking about the monsoon game because, you know, Cap has got that. Waddle found the old jersey. Boy, those jerseys. Ugh. Yeah. That they From were 1994. Yeah, it yeah. was October 31st, 1994. You know, Yurko played in that game. We Waddle just, played we in that game. Destroyed them that. Day. It was like 33 six. 33 to six. You know what the next game was? Uh, they talked about it yesterday, and you've mentioned it. It was like you guys beat them like 40 to three in Lambeau. 40 to three. Yeah, Waddle mentioned it. Yeah, 73 to nine. We beat them. We pummeled them that. Day. The damnedest thing is the Bears won a playoff game that year. Yeah, right. With Steve Walsh. Yeah. That's when Wani was the coach. Yes. <laughs> oh boy. That those was Wani. That was those, year two of Wani. Those were great victories. Aye, aye, aye. Great victories. Oof. Loved it. The monsoon game was something, man. You sure that was year two of Wani, or did Wani come in I in 92? I thought 93 was Wani's I, I first year. I thought Wani and Holmgren came in the same year. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought Ditka's last year was 92. All right. You guys could be right. I thought I'll check real quick. I just thought Holmgren and Wani. Boy, came now in you're making year. me. You're making me like want to look up the record, though. Yeah, '93 yeah. was Wani's first year. They went okay. seven and nine. Then they went nine and seven. They had the playoff win against uh, the Vikes. Then they went nine and seven, seven and nine, and then it came off the rails. Four and twelve, four and twelve, and yeah. By the end of those two seasons, where he won just eight games, I mean Wani looked like Wani went from thirty-five to seventy-five. Yeah, that was great two today. Years, me and you know? me and Pat, the perpetrator. Yeah. It was great. Him and I, what a, what a show we had today. It was about 30 minutes. Podcast, guys. Check it out. Perpetrator. Yeah. See? I'm gonna, he's going to get a different name I every time I talk about him. Pat the Penetrator. Okay. Should have seen him at Point Guard in high school. Unbelievable the way he guy played. He could really penetrate. Yeah, he could. Did you watch Bulls-Knicks last night, speaking of penetrating? Oh, who didn't? I'm going to take that as a no. That's a resounding no. You knew what I was doing. I was getting my car out That's of That's true. Right? Yeah. I was at Viaggio yesterday. By the way, thanks to Dave. Wonderful dinner. The Ville Marsala, fantastic. I like Viaggio. I had the muscles. It was top notch. I didn't know they moved. You, yeah. you informed me of that. I informed you that they moved. Yeah, Viaggio a year ago. But a year, like, 18 months. Viaggio was a classic on Madison right between uh, like the old West End and Johnny's Ice House. Yeah. And I didn't know they had moved. Yes. I gotta they check out the new location. Moved a little bit east on the opposite side of the street. Okay, south side of the street. Love right. that place. It's Come been, on by. Come been a on long by. Time since I've been over. He says he's a big listener. 
Nice. He loves you. That's Shockingly enough. Eyes on power. I said, uh, you love Carmen. I said, what do you? Got bad eerie? Bad ears? You got your hearing off? Thanks. What's going on? Thanks. I'm just joking. Really you know I love you. Um, <laughs> Bulls Knicks was, uh, it was entertaining. Hey, I asked for him and he called. Did Philly you see it? Yeah, who cares about Bulls Knicks? Nobody cares. Jalen Brunson, man. I never would have thought Jalen was would ever be this good. Randy Merkin nailed that one. Yeah, he did. Now he had some bias attached to it. Big bias. But damn, Jalen's good, man. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah. I want to play something from the pregame show in a little bit. Yeah, but let's something talk that to Philly Woj, Sid. Something that Woj said about Beautiful. the Bulls. And Zach That's is, what I want to hear. I he can't wait. Great right, tease for two twenty-five. Hey, I tell you what, I got two. We got two things to give away in the next like twenty minutes. Yeah. Okay. One of them is the gift pack for McKnight at the movies. Yeah. But I got something else fun. All right. You. Beautiful. Philly Sid, what up, Philly? Philly, we asked for you. You called. Thank you. Oh, geez, guys. Yeah. You know what I tell you? Uh, yes, it would be amazing and awesome for the Bears and their future if they were to go up and tear the Packers apart this weekend, even if they beat them by a point. A win up there is going to be so big for them next year. And definitely, I think, vault them into the playoffs next year, whether they win the division or get in as a wild card. Uh, first of all, there is no truth to the hope on my part that there was a side agreement with Philly that when the Bears traded back so the Eagles could get Jalen Carter, that we would lose a game late in the season to help solidify their chances <laughs> to take the first overall pick. That was a dream I had, maybe a nightmare. A nightmare. But I'll tell you this much. If they decide, and I, and I agree with you, Yurko, 100%, I think Luce was coming back three weeks ago. Uh, but if they bring Luce back, if they don't bring him back, we would love to have him in Philly. Actually have a real, I know how to call, defensive plays guy. Uh, he could resync with Shaq Leonard his former pupil. That's right. And then while we're at it, I mean, if they're not going to pay him, we'd be glad to take Jalen Johnson off your hands. That ain't happening. Nice try, though. <laughs> you don't want Nick Sirianni fired, right? I don't want Sirianni fired. I want the coordinator on the defensive side of the ball to go because, I mean, their whole defensive system is predicated on the front four getting pressure by themselves on the QB. That's what worked last year. They had 70 sacks as a team. They were just destroying people. Uh and this year, for whatever reason, even though I think they made some upgrades in, in, the, in the middle of that line, I mean, maybe because Fletcher's getting older, yeah. maybe because Graham is getting older, but they can't get pressure home, and it basically exposes their secondary, and their secondary is, it's weak. is young. It's weak. It's, I, I don't uh, think Flus is getting fired, but I see why you make the connection. I got to imagine Sirianni and Flus were together in Indy, right? They had to be. They were. Yeah, they were together, they to and they know each other, so there's a relationship there. Like I said, there's a relationship, and then that would be reason for them to decide to go ahead and bring yeah. Shaq Leonard back. Yeah. You know, on more than just like, you know, what is the end-of-the-year deal kind of thing. So, yeah, I'd love to see that. But, yeah, that's the biggest problem is their D coordinator hasn't, hasn't put two and two together that I can't get home with four, so I need to redo what I'm thinking here, and I need to either zone blitz, bring five, bring pressure every other down, because all of his back guys are young, and a lot of those guys are predicated on being ball hawks when you watch them in college yeah. because their lines could get pressure, and they would jump routes and basically make it all look good and work good. They can't do it this year, so they gotta they got to rewrite the script if they're going to do anything, and I don't think they're doing anything. I think they're one and done no matter who they play in the first round. Yeah, that's pretty wild, uh, the kind of year it's been, especially these last five weeks or so. Sid, thanks, buddy. Happy New Year. I mean, I told you on uh, Tuesday when we were back together, at Halloween, I never would have imagined I'd still be alive 
my ticket for Eagles under 11.5 would be alive. Now, I think it's kaput. I think they're going to beat the Giants. That's the one win yeah. they have in the last five weeks is against the Giants on Christmas. I think they're going to beat the Giants. There's too much on the line for them. So I think it's kaput anyway. They're going to get to 12, but that it's even... Sorry, I don't want to... It's a fantasy. Philly Sid, sorry, but I'm cheering against the Eagles this weekend. Like, I never would have imagined that in Week 18 that ticket would be alive and that I could possibly win that bet. It's alive. I I chucked that up as a loser a long time ago. Uh, Adam's got the injury report. Go ahead, Adam. Adam. So Khalil Herbert was added to the injury report with a back injury. Uh, When did that happen? He was limited. Rajkant. Jalen Johnson did not practice again. He has a shoulder injury. Uh, Komet was upgraded from did not practice to limited with his knee injury. Darnell Mooney still did not practice with his concussion. DJ Moore also limited another day with his ankle. And Tyson Bagent has not practiced the last two days due to an illness. Mm. Everybody's got the flu. Everyone's got it. All right. He probably, I mean, listen. So really the significant news there. I'm not saying that it happened, but maybe like Peggy got Waddle sick, Waddle got Sylvie sick, they went to Hal's Hall. Peggy got everybody sick. sick. You know, I'm just saying. Maybe Tyson maybe Sylvie took down the the backup quarterback. Who's to say? Who's to say? You you can't say that he didn't. Who's to say? You can't say he didn't. I know that much. So the significant news there is Mooney's still in concussion protocol, right? And look, DJ's gonna play. I mean, you know, he's been limited. He was he'll play. But Mooney's still in concussion protocol, and that Herbert was added today with a back injury. Where'd that happen? How'd that happen? Yeah, back injury. Well, you never know. He woke up funny. He sneezed. Could it, I've seen it happen. I know. I went reaching for a jacket one time in college. Went to take it off the hook. Yeah. Felt like somebody shot me from the grassy you know. Maybe he woke up funny. Uh, what happened? I had to crawl to the bed and I couldn't breathe. Yeah. I'm like, what is going on? Here's the doctor's explanation. Courtney's got some video up of uh, DJ Moore. He looks just fine. Yeah, DJ yeah. Moore's fine. He looks yeah, just is. fine. Guy's a stud. DJ you, Moore's playing. You do the same thing. You do it the millionth and first time. And he goes, all of a sudden, you did it wrong. And it's over. Isn't that weird? And then the next day, you feel perfectly fine. That's crazy. Let's go to let's go, go to Mark in Lincoln Park on ESPN 1000. Hey, Mark. Happy New Year's, man. How are you? Happy Good. New Happy New Year. To you and the whole crew. Carm, this is completely off topic, but I did see all those Green Bay losses at home. That was oh. very depressing. Terrible. Um, in keeping with your hatred for the Olive Garden and Peggy calling you out for not tipping appropriately. Yeah, which is uh, BS. Carm, I, have an, I have an update on the micro soap. <laughs> on the so micro I'm stuck in Omaha on a layover. I'm waiting for our jet to get in. Yeah. And uh, last three hotels I've been in, not only is there no micro soap, Carm, there's the soap dish with no bar soap to be found anymore. So that, Had to track the maid down. So that's what we can expect in 2024. So they're hotels not even have soap. dropped bar soap. They're not even putting nope. soap in the room. No, nothing. Or they they just, nope. And they have the stupid little liquid bottle? Yep. And, and my liquid bottle is empty. The shampoo and conditioner. Uh, I'm like, so the, how the hell am I going to wash my hands? I don't know. You know, this is terrible. <laughs> what is the world coming to, Mark? I mean, my God. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But you, you did kind of depress me with those Green Bay stats. I remember when Wani took over, told yeah. my best friend Dave, I'm like, welcome to the abyss. The Bears are done. Well, you and were right. it has been. <laughs> like, well, Mark, thanks. Get home safe from Omaha. Yeah, I'm going to check that stat when we get into a break, maybe, Eric, just to see what it is. Yeah. Been, like, I guessed 45 and 18. We'll see what, what it is. What did I miss? You're, you are shocked that they don't have... Well, I don't like it. I'm not shocked. I, I don't understand I how we've bar gone soap. away sorry, from bars. Little, little piece of I bar want soap. a soap. I want a bar of I want soap. A bar of soap. What am I supposed to do without a loofah right. and liquid? 
Now, somebody said, what are you, you supposed hands, to put? You? On your How do you body? put you hands? hands? What do you need? I use it. I, I use, use my hands. hands. I got you no problems on your body. You use a loofah on you your head for, your, for the shampoo? Soap. Not the same. The, your head. You can't you suds put, it up? When you put. I think you're doing something wrong, The shampoo on your, hand, your head. You're yeah. soaping and lathering. It's not running. When, what do you do when you take your hands and you rub them together? Do you know how to take a shower? Yeah, I, I, not the same. Yeah, I put a bar, I soap bar soap in all my crevices. So you want too. one? So crevices. hold on, let me get this straight. You want the hotel to have one large bar soap? Yeah, you should have bar soap. But what do they do when the people no, leave? It's throw the baby it away. So then what do you? I'm not it's saying a full-size bar. bar, but how about like a half Some a bar? Some do that no, still. What if it slips Nobody in? does. Yes, no, they do. They, I love we're, the okay, bar. let me let me ask you this: When you go to wash your hands at the sink, what's there? That's a little tiny disc that's not even... Who knows well, that, that's that, a bar of soap, no? That's not going to get you clean. It's a bar of soap. It's all you is need. Is it not a bar of soap? No. How long are you staying? A week? Jeez. It's not going to get you clean. If you're staying in a place a week, you should bring your own bar of soap. That's the rule of thumb. I would agree. Nice thing, a week, Irish, Irish Spring. Nice thing, yeah, Irish Spring. if you're spring. staying a week, I would yeah. bring my own. I, I use I don't liquid, like the liquid, I use soap. liquid soap and no... Uh, I, don't have a, I don't have a germ... At home? A germ-infested loofah sitting yeah, in my neither shower. neither do I. You use liquid soap yeah, with with no vessels. How do you wash your hands with liquid soap? It's you guys the same are crazy. thing. You use a loofah to clean. wash your hands? You're the, I'm very clean. You're not I'm too clean. clean, my friend. I use it to wash my plums. You're not getting yeah. clean enough. You're I think you need, need a tutorial on how to you, shower. You need a bar you know of soap to, to really clean your undercarriage. I, I think. And, then, and then all your all your grossness is sitting on that bar. No, no, no that's antibacterial. You wash it off. The bar, you put the water on, it's all gone. Your undercarriage is not as clean never as it should be. never had a complaint be. from anybody no. that's taking a ride on the carriage. Nope. Not clean. It can't yeah, be. She can't complain. How no aggressive bar. are you cleaning yeah. the undercarriage? She can't complain. Jeez. Until it bleeds? You got to scrub it. You got to have a nice, what do they call it? Um, Jeez. What? what do you call it? Your uh, exfoliating bar of soap. Yeah, with maybe a yeah. couple pieces of sandpaper. And if in you there. cut it a little bit, oh, oh that's all right. It makes <laughs> a man out of you. Oh, what? what are you cutting? It should be like sandpaper underneath there. You're really going to get it clean. What do we want to do first? I got a trivia game. I don't know. Game. I'm I got uncomfortable. A, I got a trivia game with you guys when we got McKnight at the Movies. Should we do McKnight at the Movies first? McKnight. Yeah, let's do okay. McKnight. McKnight at the Movies. Connor McKnight recreates classic cinema on Carmen and Yurko, only on ESPN Chicago. I've missed McKnight at the Movies. I've been gone the last couple of Thursdays. Good to be back. McKnight at the Movies is back in 2024. What's the prize today, Adam? It is a four-pack of tickets to Flatland Cavalry at Joe's Live in Rosemont Dude. on January 27th. That's big time. Yeah. End of the month, go uh, spend the weekend at Joe's Live Rosemont and at Bub City. Winner gets a four-pack. You know how it works. First correct caller will win. 312-332-3776. You ready, Yerk? The first one for 2024? I'm excited. Here we go. McKnight at the Movies, part one. Our scene opens on a final reconciliation. A man and a woman at the end of a rom-com finally fixing it up. There's been twists and turns all throughout knowing one another, but she's asking him for the truth this time, the real truth, and he's at last ready to tell. This scene really could be in any rom-com, but this rom-com could only be made in one era and maybe just with this cast. Hmm. I think I have a guess, but I got two guesses. And the same woman is in the is the lead it's in both of them. Yeah, in both of them. The uh, Twitchers don't have it at the moment. I see what you're saying. I think it could be one of those yeah. two, or it's something like newer. Could be. All right, let's find out about our actors. This is going to lead us, I think. A bit on our actors. Our leading man made a living in roles just like this, but his chops 
writing, directing, improv. Well, they're for real. She's pretty fresh on the Hollywood scene at this point, but no stranger to playing the bombshell. This was her breakout role. Also in the movie, but not in the scene, good cast, Sam Lombardo. She's bleeping Matt Damon. The voice from Call of Duty, you know the one. Christine from Night Court, George and Oscar Bluth, the cabin boy, and a former gunslinger deeply enmeshed, allegedly, in a welfare scandal. I don't have it. And I know some of the actors he's talking about. And I can't yeah, think so do it. I. I. I can't pull it. Like Sam Twitch Lombardo. It. Sam Lombardo is Matt Dillon. Oh, yeah. I think you did. I think Yurko did just, I just get it. it. I think Yurko just got it. I, got I think it. you're right. Here's part yes. three. I think you're exactly right. Here's part three. Back to our scene. As our main incredulously walks toward his one and only, he does one last check just to make sure that the other guy, well, one of the other guys anyway, doesn't still hold her heart. The leading lady assures our man she's over that guy with the weird last name. The music swells, a song we've heard throughout the picture, and we get our clothes. Not without more gags, to be sure. It's a short scene. But there's not a lot from this film we can play in this bit. They can't make this one again. Not anymore. There's just something about the Farrelly brothers. Uh, that's a brilliant pick by Connor for this week with the Bears playing Green I Bay. I got it. With I the Bears, Carmen. That's great. You're a good job. Yeah. With the Bears going to Green Bay, it's perfect. Let's go to Jeff in Riverside. What a way to start 2024. Jeff, what's that movie? Uh, there's something about Mary. That's correct. You're going to Joe's Live at the end of the month. Have fun, my friend. Sit tight. Make sure Adam's got all your info. They'll send you your prize. And here's the great reveal. Hey! just want you to be happy, Mary. But I'd be happiest with you. with me, right? What? What about Brett Favre? What'd I tell you the first time we met? I'm a Niners fan. I love that movie. All I've got are these damn Nepalese coins. It's just so good. The sunburned so, old lady. It's just so good. And the Fairley brothers are so awesome. dried up. So my God. Wrinkly. It's so good. I'm in town to play the Dolphins, you dumbass. Excellent choice by Connor. There you go. Let's get to Paulie's picks. Paulie Cheesecake, Happy New Year, buddy. Happy New Year, guys. How are you? Uh, Paulie, how are you? Doing, <laughs> listen, I, I had a bad week because I, I, I had Miller and Barstool on last week. Yeah. Well, okay, it happens. The listen, Paulie, nobody's perfect. Had the chief on there. I know. I, listen, did you hear Did you hear me last week? I said, there's a towing company named DeFalco. Oh, nice. Very good. Pretty common name out on the East Coast in Jersey, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hey, how's it, going, that, how's it going with the lady? Like, you guys making plans that uh, it's the new year? We didn't talk last week about it, but everything's going to go with, with Milada. You know, we're doing really good. And by the way, I heard about you with the Olive Garden. So in honor of you today, I'm having a slice of pizza with penny pasta. Now that sounds good. It's not from the Olive Garden, is it? No, no, Campania. I mean, you got so many great places to choose from in Jersey. So uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. So penny pasta on pizza. Okay, we want. Listen, in the ne- in the coming weeks, we expect an update on when you and Milad are going to finally I meet. Promise. 
Okay. I, 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 pro- I will do that. Uh, and listen, I'm doing something new this, this for the new year. I'm taking three dogs. Oh, wow. Oh, you got some dogs on I, I, I don't think you've no, ever no, no, done no. that. Three, three, three underdogs. I don't think you've ever done that. Um, that, that, that that's why I'm trying something new. All right, who are your picks for Week 18 then, Paul? Obviously, obviously I'm taking Miami. You're taking Miami. All right, Miami at home. Big game for your Dolphins. I, I, I've, I've taken them all year, so I'm not going to stop now. Miami plus the three. Give me Kansas City. Kansas City, all right, plus three and a half. Without, and without Mahomes, okay. Dallas will win, but they won't cover against the Commanders. Uh, so you're taking Commanders plus 13? Yes. Got it. All right, Paulie, good stuff. My look so, at Paulie taking 300. Um, yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm on the last one, I'm like you said, I'm laying the lumber. Well, you're not laying any lumber. You're, no, you're t- getting the lumber. You're taking the points. You're only laying oh, lumber yeah, if take- you're laying the points. I know, but I'm taking the lumber on this one, like Yurko just said. You're taking, taking the, lumber. the lumber. All right, buddy. Uh, All right. Good luck. Okay, guys. Okay, Happy Paul. New Year, guys. Happy and, uh, New Year. And uh, see you later. Happy okay. New Year, pal. All right. All right. Thank I, you. I love Paul. I tell you, Paul, he's always reinventing things. Always. He's always reinventing things. Laying the lumber he and he's taking the, the lumber at the same time. I think he thought, you guys thought he was actually getting dogs. <laughs> Yeah, the no, way he, he said, answered, he, he said... Like, he goes, no, 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 I'm taking yeah. three dogs this yeah, week yeah. in the pigs. He, he thought, yeah. <laughs> I know what he was talking about. No, you knew, but he didn't know that you knew. <laughs> there was a miss there. He goes, no, 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 no. A little bit of miss there. <laughs> Open corner three, air ball. Open yeah, corner miss. three. He's air the ball. best. <laughs> I, have a, I have a trivia question. I have a game real I'm ready. quick here. I'm ready. And oh. the, the prize will take... Um, Maybe we'll just take callers live on the air, right? I mean, I don't, you know, what the heck? Let's go nuts. We'll take your guesses on the air. I don't care. I don't even need to screen them. You don't even need to screen them, Adam. Just ring them up. 312-332-3776. Remember, what was the game you you and Mac and Harry used to play? Where you who are you? Remember that? Yeah. What was that game? I'm struggling to remember. We'd get a guy on, and then we'd try to figure out who he was. It was Map It. It no, map. it wasn't map. Is that what it was? Yeah, we did first time last time. We'd bring a guest on, and we had to figure out who he was by asking All right, I got, I got a questions. Who, who am I, okay? All right, I'm ready. I'm going to read you some stats. Who am now, I? Now, you can't guess. All right, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. But the first correct caller is going to win. I will give you a, I'll give you a little... Well, win what? Oh, I'll, I'll tell you what the prize is. Tell us now. No, no. You're going to find out this amazing prize when the winner is going to be surprised. For the I like prize. It. I, I, I kind of like I it. I was going to give a clue, but I'm not going to because I think it might be too easy. Does the prize have to do with the answer? Yes. Ooh. I, and, I, and I saved this from Black and Abdallah. I didn't tell him in the meeting because I wanted their reaction. It's baseball related. Gross. Can't wait. Should That's be dis- good. That's disgusting. No, I like it. Hot stove. It's Love baseball it. related. Yes, Brett Phillips. Adam is correct. The prize has to do... With the answer. All right? All right. All right, here we go. I can't here's, answer it. Here's the question. Who am I? I am number one all time in baseball history in strikeouts per nine. I'm number two all time in baseball history in strikeout to walk ratio. I'm number seven all time in baseball history in whip. And I'm number 24 all time in baseball history in ERA+. plus. Who am I? You know who it is, Yerk? Can't I can't answer. I'm just saying. Do you know who it is? Of course I do. All right, who? Uh, caller, what's your name? 
Hello, caller. Oh, call that caller hung up. Adam. They're like, wait, what? They're gonna hang up. You got it. You realize Hello? we're on a delay. Oh, yeah. Give it a try. Go you gotta ahead give now. it. Give it the old college try. There you go. Hello, caller. <laughs> hello. 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 Yes. Hello. Yes. Hello. Yes. Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am, caller? Uh, no idea. No idea. Okay. When that was a yeah, you know. He would have won. If he would have said Carmen, he would have won. At least. I mean, at least venture a guess. Let's go to this guy. This is a 312 at look. No, no, I'm sorry. This is a 773. Uh, seven, in the 773, uh, hi, what's your name, caller? Brandon. Brandon. Brandon, I read you those stats. Do you know who that player is? Uh, I have a car play. So as soon as you said call in i called so i didn't hear the stats well, can you I'll read them for I'll, me I'll, give him, I'll give them to you again i'm number one all-time in strikeouts per nine number two all-time in strikeout to walk ratio number seven all-time in whip and number 24 all-time in era plus who am i i would guess randy johnson oh that's a good guess but it is wrong i'm just gonna go to a random call in the 847 what is your name hello caller hey, adam 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 did you hear all those stats I gave? Yeah. Okay. Who is it? Uh, I think it's Chris Sale. It is Chris Sale. Woo! Adam, look at you. Were you looking it up or did you just know? No, I used context clues because I saw you looking at Chris Sale numbers earlier today. <laughs> was, was, I, that, was that you? Oh, me? Yeah. yeah. You said Adam. So. Who is that on the call? That, you're messing around with me. That's Adam no, on the call. No, that was him. You picked you, yeah, the winner. Just, yeah. I'm talking about Adam the winner. What are you doing? Adam, you hold You hung on. up on him. I, no, I didn't. Did I? No, he's right there. Okay, he's still there. He's right there. Adam, how did you know? Did you look it up or did you just know? I'm not going to lie. I looked it up. No, that's okay. Do you want to know what you've won? I do. Yeah. Okay. Abdallah said, is it related to the answer? And I don't have a Chris Sale signed baseball. But you better be damn sure I have a Michael Kopech signed baseball. And that's what you just won, my friend. Congratulations. So congratulations, Congrats. Adam. Sit tight. Make sure the other Adam, Abdallah, gets your info. And he will send you that Michael Kopech autographed baseball. What do you think of that? A Michael Kopech autographed baseball in honor of Chris Sale. I played fairly, Carmen, and I, I got it. I knew immediately. I said Chris Sale, baseball time, let's go, hot and, stuff. And Chris wasn't in the office b- before when uh, Adam and I were talking about it, so I know Chris played well, fairly. Well, I also connected the dots. Chris Sale got a new contract yesterday, so he's in the news. He's in the boom. news. hot stove. Good job, hot stove, boom, there it is. Good job, Chris. Right, you're a hot stove. Hot stove, hot baby. Hot stove, baby. 49, by the way, and 14. 49. Oh, is that what it is? 49 and 14. That's just brutal, dude. That's the Bears record since 93 against the Packers. Well, it's the Packers record against the Bears. Yeah. 49 and 49 and 14. Sweet Jesus. Todd Furman joins us live in Vegas next. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Follow the show on Twitter at Carmen DeFalco and at Yurko64. This is ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. Uh, one of our favorite uh, visits every week during the football season. Thursdays at this time, we go to Vegas. We talk to one of the best in the business, Todd Furman, from the Bet the Board podcast. Follow him on X at Todd Furman. He joins us in the Car X Tire and Auto Guest Hotline. Happy New Year, my friend. How are you? 
I'm doing well. Happy New Year to you guys as well. Hopefully everyone is doing well, and they're brimming with optimism for the regular season finale this week and then one of the more anticipated off-seasons for the Chicago Bears going forward. A lot. Uh, I mean, really, the future of the franchise can uh, be shaped here, and yes. some of that was already done last off-season, having the value of the, the first overall pick. They've got that. Uh, again, thanks to the Carolina Panthers. Real quick, uh, before we break down some individual games, just big picture Week 18 stuff. When you've got, you know, no Lamar, no Mahomes because their seeding can't be affected. When you got Wentz versus Darnold, uh, and you start to wonder about uh, even teams where maybe small jockeying could happen, like teams that have clinched, you really start to, to wonder how much coaching staffs and teams put into this Week 18. How does it affect the handicap for some of these games, Todd? Oh, the market has gotten much more sophisticated over the years than what it would have been if we were having this discussion six, eight years ago. The perfect illustration of that, Carm, would be the Steelers-Ravens game where Sunday I was waiting for that number to open, hoping I had the opportunity to grab the Steelers as a short underdog in that spot uh, with odds makers not making a big enough adjustment for Lamar Jackson and a lot of other key Ravens contributors to potentially be out. Instead, you see a lot of books open the Steelers as a short two-and-a-half-point favorite. No resistance at three. And now you get to the other side of the coin where you go, if the Ravens had all of their players, they'd be a double-digit favorite in this game. So I know Lamar Jackson is valuable. He's going to go on and win the MVP. But is he really worth two touchdowns when you talk about cluster injuries at receiver and the defensive backfield? So it's all about cat and mouse, and we know price is the ultimate determinant in terms of what gets you to the window. So it's a little bit of buyer beware as odds makers are going to force you to pay a tax on these teams in that quote-unquote must-win type scenario. All right, as we uh, look at that Saturday night game, which is a pretty interesting one, I mean, the winner there, still alive for the division, that would require a Jacksonville loss, but regardless, the winner there in Indy on Saturday night clinches a trip to the postseason. I mean, the Texans started 0-2 with a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback and lost one game to the Colts and can still make the postseason, and now they're a small road favorite in such a big spot. As you track some of the injuries, you know, Rankins, Anderson, back on the field in limited fashion, but still made their presence known last week uh, with C.J. Stroud being back healthy. Is that why we've seen this thing swing to the Texans being the road favorite? You mentioned Will Anderson, and that's going to be the big one you're going to want to pay attention to on the injury report. Today, of course, being the last day that we'll get a full determination on his status. He was out there, made his presence felt, but you look at his snap share, was out there for a grand total of 12 snaps, uh, but right. still was able to generate six pressures in that limited sample size. The Colts dealing with some offensive line injuries. Uh, Ryan Kelly has missed practice time this week. Quentin Nelson the same way, although Nelson returned in a limited capacity. You've seen this number cross zero. Not a major move by any stretch of the imagination with the Colts going from a a one-and-a-half-point favorite to a one-point home underdog. Houston much more dynamic, as uh, everyone knows, with C.J. Stroud under center. He should be the offensive rookie of the year. And when we look at the little bit of history that Houston will have a chance to accomplish, it's extremely rare to see a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback starting a lion's share of games go on to not just make the playoffs but potentially win the division. I lean towards the Texans here, uh, but I made the game Houston minus one, so I didn't really see a whole lot of reason to try and run to the window in this capacity. But should be a fun one to watch uh, and two fixtures most likely in the AFC South going forward, albeit the Colts hopefully getting Anthony Richardson back under center to start next season. Yeah, can you remember many scenarios where a team could go from second, uh, you know, the two seed to out of the playoffs. And that's the case for the Bills as they play the Dolphins on South Beach on Sunday night. It doesn't happen often, and I think it just goes to show the level of competitive balance that we've seen in the AFC this year and how bad the Bills were early in the year when it came to playing AFC opponents where they put themselves 
on the wrong side of a lot of tiebreakers. Now, for the Bills, uh, clearly this matchup on paper looks a lot better now than it would have even this time last week as the Dolphins dealing with a rash of injuries. 18 players were on the injury report yesterday for the Finns. You lose 17.5 combined sacks with Bradley Chubb and Jalen Phillips out. Uh, But that's reflected in the numbers here, where Miami would have been a short favorite. I mean, last week we saw them close as a three-point underdog on the road at Baltimore. And for all the accolades and the positivity around Buffalo, I mean, this is a team, guys, that struggled to beat New England, needed a bevy of turnovers last week, was lethargic the week before against the Chargers. And you look at some of the numbers that Stephon Diggs putting forth in that passing game, don't leave you brimming with confidence. Uh, I'm not running to back Miami here, uh, but I don't think the Bills are as good as being advertised. When you look at how they're being priced in the futures market, uh, right around Three to one at some shops to win the AFC. Uh, I wouldn't mind if the Bills went out there, made a statement, and I had a chance to fade them early on in the playoffs because I don't think everything is fixed in Western New York. I believe it's seven total games in that late window, including Bears and Packers from Lambeau. A win in Green Bay is in. I mean, it's a very similar scenario to Week 18 a year ago. All they had to do was beat Detroit. Detroit was already eliminated after the Seahawks had won earlier in the day, and Detroit upset him anyway any chance our bears go in there as a field goal underdog and do the same thing this weekend there is a chance but from a defensive matchup standpoint i don't love it for the bears to be able to move the football consistently against green bay i do think they'll be able to hit an explosive or two but you look at justin fields and he has struggled a little bit more against zone defenses the bears fans would like makes it tougher to tuck the ball and run and pick up some of those chunk yardage plays as well This Bears defense, though, has exceeded everyone's expectations, and I think that's got to give you a reason to be optimistic, knowing the head coach comes from that defensive coaching tree, and you see the impact that Montez Sweat has made along that defensive line. You guys may know differently, but when I look at Jalen Johnson, I don't expect him to be out there dealing with a shoulder injury, knowing he's going to go into the offseason looking for a big-time contract whether it comes from the Bears or somewhere else. This game has been a bit of a battle. The three and a half that you could have had early on were cleared out pretty quickly. We know the Bears have been ATS darlings, and they should be able to make Green Bay a little bit more one-dimensional. But the matchup to watch for the Packers will be Aaron Jones, not as a runner as we've seen over the last couple weeks, but his ability to catch balls out of the backfield. Uh, B. John Robinson wasn't the explosive threat I thought he could be for the Falcons last week, but Tyler Algier had that big play. So for me, three, the perfect number here, but I do think we much more likely to see a two and a half than a three and a half. Personally went over the total for a small piece at 44. Shop around though. First half maybe a little bit better now that we're out to 45 in the market. All right, good stuff. Todd Furman is our guest at Todd Furman on X. Make sure you listen to the Bet the Board podcast wherever you get your pods. Monday night was fantastic for football fans, college fans. The games were uh, very exciting. We got a good matchup here. Michigan-Washington from Houston on Monday night. Four-and-a-half-point uh, line here where Michigan is the favorite. Kalen DeBoer, I was just telling Yurko, since he made the step up from uh, NAIA to uh, the FBS, now in four seasons as a head coach, seven and two straight up, eight and one against the number as a dog. It's impressive, and I promise you Michael Penix will be much more prepared for a blitz than Jalen Milrow was. How do we start to handicap the big game on Monday night? Tough one. Look, I'm not going to put that entire burden on Jalen Milrow. I think a lot of people overlooked that Alabama offensive line that had been a problem all season long, and they thought that it was magically going to get fixed against arguably the best defensive front that they had faced all year. So he was under duress early. We saw the bad snaps, and it allowed Michigan to get them behind the down and distance pretty early on in that contest. Different animal here, knowing that Washington boasts one of the country's best offensive line, the Joe Moore Award winner there. Uh, And they've been great, keeping Penix upright. 
Penix, of course, a bevy of experience uh, given his advanced age and weapons that Michigan does not see in spades each week in the Big Ten. So I think there are some questions that Michigan will need to answer in the defensive backfield that they didn't have to address last week. I was much more bullish on Michigan going into the matchup uh, against Alabama. I thought it was a cheap money line price. Perception had played a big role. Here, guys, I can't make a strong, compelling case for either side because I see paths where Michigan can be too physical uh, and force Washington to be a little bit more one-dimensional than they like. And I also see a scenario where Washington can get that passing game going, and you begin to wonder if Michigan has enough offensive firepower to match them score for score. I lean over the total a little bit, uh, and I do so in the first half at anything better than 28. Uh, When I look at these two teams, the one concern is they both play extremely slow and methodical. Michigan, one of the slowest teams in the country outside the top 130. Washington, right around the top 100. Uh, But I do think both these offenses can have some success. Uh, The one thing to factor in this, you're going to want to monitor the status of Dylan Johnson, the running back for Washington that poses at least a little bit of a threat from a balanced perspective, but this should be an outstanding matchup to say the least. Uh, and I actually think there's a little bit more upside betting the FCS championship on Sunday ah. than there is getting involved in the Monday Nighter. All right, love that. Uh, real quick, before we get some best plays, and I know it's been, look, it's been a month since the selection show, and we've debated it ad nauseum. And we, you know, it was a little unfortunate to see what had happened over the last few weeks and what led to that outcome for Florida State. Um, Georgia. Would Georgia be favored? Would every sportsbook or nine out of every ten sportsbooks in Vegas make Georgia a favorite on a neutral today against any other team in the FBS? I would have them a short favorite uh, against Michigan in that spot. So that, for me, uh, makes Georgia the number one team in the country. And I think this would surprise some people even watching the Buckeyes You know, go down to Missouri if Ohio State had everybody healthy on their roster. I still have them in my top three or four. We can talk about the disrespect card for Washington, but there's a legitimate school of thought. If Washington were to go out there and win the national championship on Monday, you can make the case that Oregon could be the second-best team in the country and would still be favored over Washington in that particular spot because I think the Pac-12 in general was largely overlooked this year. Uh, They've gone out there, exceeded expectations, and a hat tip to anybody who saw this run coming from the Huskies. I mean, they were 100-1 to when numbers were hung last spring Mm. for them to be able to go out there and do this. Uh, So definitely pretty impressive. One last thing I'll add to Carm on Kalen DeBoer. When you look at what he's been able to do since taking over at Washington, he's undefeated 25-0 and when his team allows less than 40 points. So Michigan will have their hands full. I don't think Washington gets to 40 in this spot, uh, but if they do, uh, I imagine folks would be pretty comfortable if they had an over-ticket in in hand. Very impressive. All right, what are some best plays for the weekend? So a little bit of slim pickings. Wish I had something uh, a little bit more to sink your teeth into as far as the national championship game is concerned. Um, uh, Like I said, strongest lean would be the first half over. We'll go to the NFL, uh, and I know this week can be a little bit challenging for some of the recreational bettors that are out there. Weather forecast early on appeared to be absolutely miserable in Philadelphia. I think most of the front clears out, and we could have some points, especially early if Philadelphia plays their starters against the Giants defense. So if you're able to go over first half total, anything under 23, so 22.5 or better, uh, that would qualify as a best bet. Uh, And I know Bears fans are going to be scared to do this, given what they saw from the Falcons last week against Chicago. (laughs) Uh, But I think Atlanta is undervalued here. Wait this out, though. You may be able to get some three and a half. The Falcons should be able to run the football against the Saints. And if you really like to live dangerously, 
Don't rule out Atlanta sneaking in as a division champ at a price of seven and a half to one. So that may be worth a little beer and pizza money. Should you want to try and live dangerously this weekend for week 18? Living dangerously. Carmen always lives dangerously. dangerously. You know it. (laughs) He is at Todd Furman. Make sure you follow him on X and make sure you listen to the podcast, the bet the board pod. We'll talk to you again next week, my friend. Thanks. Always a pleasure. And one last thing here, because that's why I had to say beer and pizza money, because I don't want people putting up that fancy bourbon cast car oh, yeah, right, going yeah. towards those oh, rare yeah. vintages and everything else. So Kidding. we can stick more in that Bush Light, Bud Light <laughs> hey. family than going after a little bit of Louis Trey in some capacity. Yeah, my Carmen spoils me. I spoil Carmen. Yeah, you're going to get me a beautiful bottle for the holidays. It's getting hard to find, like, you know, bottles under 45 bucks. So you're yeah, right. Let's keep it luck. the Bush Light and pizza money is a perfect way to put it. Have a good weekend, buddy, and enjoy the national championship game. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Best of luck at the window this weekend. All right, Todd, you too. There he is, Todd Furman, every week through the football season in Vegas with us. After Washington had beat Oregon the second time, a month ago, Right. I told you, what did I tell you then, what Todd just said? And people think it's crazy. Bookmakers have very sophisticated ways of setting these lines. Oregon would be a favorite over Washington again. They would. Very sophisticated. They love Bo Nix. They'd be a favorite over them. In terms of efficiency, if you look at efficiency margin, offense versus defense, Oregon was number one in the country. Well, the same way you told us Georgia would have been favored against all four teams in the the finals. Yeah, Yeah. against any team, period, in the country. And Furman said he would have had him as a favorite, too. His power numbers. But every professional handicapper out there that really digs into college football has Georgia power rated number one. I'm telling you. They do. And Georgia would be favored over anybody. And if Oregon and Washington were to play a third time out of neutral... I know it sounds crazy, but Oregon would be a, a small favorite in that game. And I love the Washington story. I think it's I think Penix is fantastic. Todd mentioned Dylan Johnson. You want a stat? Yeah. And you do have to make it like Dylan Johnson's he had a month to get healthy. I think it also helped that Penix had a month to get healthy. They dealt with some nagging injuries late in the year, and I think it definitely affected Penix in some of those games. Like the Washington State game probably really stands out where it did, Yerk. And I think the month off helped him. So Dylan Johnson's their running back. You've heard me talk about Roma Dunze and Jalen Polk, Polk, their dynamic duo wide receiver, not even adding in McMillan. Adunze, Polk, and Dylan Johnson have combined, you ready? Yes. For more than 4,000 yards from scrimmage this year. Three players over 4,000 yards and 40 touchdowns. It's impressive. That offense is impressive and dynamic. And all those players will be playing at the next level. they got a really good team. Monday's going to be fun. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvie coming up. They're live at Hallis today. Bears Weekly tonight, 6 to 7. And Bleck and Abdallah are on 7 until 8. Don't forget to come hang with us tomorrow. We're going to be on the south side on Halstead in Homewood. We're going to be at Buffalo Wild Wings. 175th in Halstead to be exact. Thank you, Yurko. 175th in Halstead. In the shadows of the future Wind Creek Casino. Thank you very much. In the, the Wind Creek Casino. Okay. Yeah, I think open 2025 if I had to guess. Is that right? Yeah, it's just a skeleton right now. We will be there tomorrow, not at the skeleton of the casino, but at Buffalo Wild Wings with Miller Lite for another football feast. The last one. Uh, maybe we'll go out during a, a Friday know. playoff weekend. You never weekend. know. It might be an know. emergency session of a football feast. We don't know. I love that. You never know. You know me. You know you. We're up for fun on Fridays. Always. We're Always, up for fun. Yurko. Good times. Good times. You know where the Super Bowl is this year, right? It's in Vegas. Vegas, Vegas, Vegas baby. Vegas. 
I want to play something really uh, quick. This was from pregame yesterday on ABC ahead of Bulls and Knicks. This is Woj talking about the Bulls and Zach Levine, whose return appears imminent at this point. Bulls coach Billy Donovan said that Zach Levine could be back Friday against Charlotte. He's been out since November 30th with that foot. Two things have to happen for the Bulls and for Zach Levine to even have a chance, I think, really at a trade at the deadline. He's got to show teams that he is healthy, and he has to show them that he can impact winning. This team has played much better without him. And with his contract and this new salary cap, at a deal that, if you take him on, just under $200 million left on his contract, you've got to believe, again, this player is healthy yeah. and can impact winning. There's no market for Zach Levine right now. There's not been. And even him playing maybe increasingly better closer to the deadline, it just may not be there. But this is a Bulls organization that, listen, they would like to find a deal for him, and they'd like to get something back. That might be asking too much. Uh, They may, in the end, just have to be glad that they can find a team that will take on his contract. Michael Wilbon said something very similar to Waddle and Sylvie. There's no market for Zach Levine. So I was right on one thing and wrong on one thing. I wish I had a dollar for, every t- for both of us for every time I said Zach Levine isn't a max player. I mean, it's, it was pretty, it's always been pretty obvious. But I understood why the Bulls signed him, not wanting to be left with nothing after the Jimmy trade. You know, Jimmy's taken the heat to a couple of finals, you know, mm-hmm. and Bulls have nothing. I, I, get, I get why they did it, even though he's not a max player. Because I always thought they'd be able to trade him, and I was very wrong. I You're guess. wrong, Carm. Yeah, he's that bad, huh? Yeah. In the eyes of everybody else, like yes. he just he can't affect winning to the point. I, I I thought I've seen a lot of bad contracts traded. I'm like, yeah, they'll trade Zach. That'll be no problem. Yeah. I was very wrong on that. No. You hear Woj and like Wilbon guys kind of plugged in. Go, there's zero market for Zach. Nothing. Levine. Nobody wants him. I was wrong on that. I would have thought you would have found a taker. You're left with him. Hmm. Kind of depressing. He's not a winning basketball player. Crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvie He's live at Hallis. He's a scorer. Yeah. Not a winning basketball player, though. Coming up in just two minutes, Chase on the South Side has the final word. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final you word. You had to have the last word. On Carmen and Yurko. Hey, you guys are gonna be um, in Homewood, right? Yeah, like tomorrow. at 159th. You got yeah, it. So that's like, south yeah, that's of it. like, south. Yeah, that's it. like five. Yeah, that's like five minutes away from me. Well, come on by tomorrow. Yeah, if I get a chance to, I definitely will get a chance to say what's up to you, fellas. Hey, um, hey, listen, if you're in 159th and Halstead, you're in Harvey. Yeah, I'm like five minutes away. I'm all right, right there. Look at about but, uh, All right, all right, let's go. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. Uh, so the reason why I called, right, was because um, and I. <clears throat> sorry, 